I'm Tyler. And I'm Lindsay. And we are TLC Coaches. Helping couples in Act 2 of their marriage. Hi guys. So it's Wednesday and I was reviewing the podcast that we just did uh, for our anniversary. Our anniversary is actually tomorrow. So Lindsay and I have been uh, <laughs> making lots of plans and we, we're really not good at planning for our anniversary at all. Uh, I, I guess I should take the brunt of that. I don't plan very well, but honestly, truthfully, our anniversary falls at a, a really difficult time for us. <laughs> Lindsay's been in workshops all summer. The kids are doing all sorts of things and it's kind of difficult to plan out that time for ourselves. And so oftentimes what we'll do is we'll do a, a staycation here nearby. We'll find a hotel nearby where we can actually just spend some time together and reconnect. And that's usually what we do for anniversary. A lot of our friends, a lot of the family, they'll go out to these beautiful, extravagant, um, wonderful vacations. And I, I do sometimes look at that and think, oh, I'm really blowing it. And then at the same time, you know, Lindsay and I really do, uh, we're really jealous of our time together. And so it, I, I think some of these big extravagant vacations would actually take away from our, um, from what we do when we're on these anniversary trips, because it's more about the quiet time where we can talk and be together. These bigger trips are actually better for our whole family. We like to be able to have these big moments and exciting things for the kids so that we can make good memories together. Um, I'm gonna have to do some thinking. I think I have a little work to do on that um, to see if maybe we need to do more of that as, as a couple. But um, I do, I'm very jealous of my time with Lindsay. It's, when when I'm with her, I, I do, I, I want it to just be about us so we can talk and reconnect and do that. And on our anniversary, a staycation usually suffices, but um, <laughs> sometimes it would be nice. Especially now when it's 110 degrees in Mesa. So that said, we were talking about, quite well, our anniversary uh, podcast was all about questions that we were asking each other. And Lindsay had asked me a question about what was the most difficult thing about being married. I don't know if that was the exact wording. However, uh, it got me thinking about how we talk about conflict in our relationship because I was mentioning that having differing opinions is probably the most difficult thing about being married. You have two people with differing opinions and, and you, you have to work through those things to make a resolution, to get to a resolution, to actually make decisions and move forward as a couple. And so it's difficult sometimes when your opinions are so polar. Um, so Lindsay will have uh, Lindsay and I are very different people, so we will often have differing opinions. And we're also from very different families. And so in Lindsay's family, conflict is a normal, very normal thing. Uh, in my family, conflict was uh, something to be avoided and feared. And so in my home, we used very negative words to talk about conflict. Um, and I hear this sometimes when I'm working with people, so you may relate to this. So, uh, I've talked to people about 
how they deal with fights in their home. And someone will say, oh, we had a knockdown drag out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, come to find out no one was knocked down or drug anywhere. <laughs> but they'll use this terminology to talk about having an argument or having a disagreement or having a differing of opinion. But because that's because of the emotion that they carry with regard to conflict, that's probably how it feels. So having a differing of opinion escalates this emotion for them so high that that's, that's where it feels. Knock down, drag out. Ugh. And really it was just a differing of opinion. So it got me thinking about how I had responded to conflict and I knew that's not what I wanted in my relationship with Lindsay. I knew that I wanted to be okay with conflict, that I, uh, I, I knew that that was going to be something I wanted to change for my children as well, that they were going to have an experience to see conflict resolution, <laughs> that, that conflict actually led toward uh, an outcome. So what we did early, early on in our relationship is we decided to reframe the negative words around conflict and we summed it up into one word and what we say is working. So if we have a disagreement or we're arguing about something, we don't use those words. We say we are working. So we used to say all the time, okay, we're having a working session now. You know, you and I are not agreeing on this thing and and we, we're going to work through this, so let's work on it. And we would just continually utilize that word and almost repeat it. It was, it was for me. I needed it. I needed to be okay with conflict. And so if I could reframe that and say conflict was working on my relationship, then I was going to be more committed to just continue through it and actually get to the resolution part. And since then, conflict has been very normalized. It's part of our lives. It happens all the time. Um, we do try to um, uh, measure how we utilize our working time in front of our family as well. In fact, um, we do, we have plenty of working sessions with uh, the family present um, so that they can see how we get through conflict and resolve things, I believe it's important for them to be able to model, uh, to be able to see it. So they, they know that we're modeling this for them, that conflict is a normal part of the human experience. And in relationships, that's okay. It doesn't mean the end of the world. It doesn't mean that we're going to uh, leave each other or have a divorce, that conflict is part of the experience and sticking with it is what you do. And it's possible. It's possible to have resolution. So when we say we're working, um, that's what we're doing. We're working on our relationship. So there might be areas in your relationship where you see that you have some negative words. And it might be tied to your, your own beliefs about what's going on or uh, some experiences you've had in your past. Who knows? Maybe you've just come up with some negative terminology about something that you do in your relationship. And uh, you might want to examine those because words, I believe, words really do have power. When we can talk about things using positive terminology, words that have positive connotation, we're going to feel differently about those things than when we use words that are negative and have a negative connotation. 
If you're talking about conflict in your relationship and using those same kind of terminology, like knock down, drag out fight, you might want to look at that and see what it is that's really going on. But honestly, if, if you're having conflict and you're utilizing negative terms, how successful are you going to be in that conflict? What kind of resolution are you having? Is it positive outcomes? Are you able to get to them? Are you not? Things to think about for today. Have a great day. Get out and date your partner. <laughs> uh, Lindsay and I are going to be enjoying our 17th wedding anniversary tomorrow on the hottest day of the summer. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be the hottest day of the summer. And 17 years ago, it was the hottest day of the summer then. So um, I guess <laughs> I guess that should say something about our relationship. Well, y'all have a great day. And uh, we'll see you on the weekend.